Okay, good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Even though I don't eat meat, but happy Thanksgiving. We're going to do a class on the, on the connection between gratitude and Thanksgiving. Rabbi Nachman says it's very beautiful. This class is in the Rufu Shalim. Moshe Michal, Ben Gizel Mazal, Malka Regina, Ben Marcel Mesoudi, Lydia, Bat Marcel Mesoudi, and for Zivug of Rachel Bat Lydia. Bezrat Hashem also in Nun Yishmat, Yerachmiel Dienu Ben Gedalia, and successfully Shavon Vakat, Yel Ben Yishova, Shavon Yishova, Emel Ben Yishova, Reina Malka Batobasha, and Rufo Shalim Asiyam Ben Neima, also in the God willing December 16th, great event at Brickle uh, Rooftop, last time it was sold out, please buy the tickets before, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you just to hype it up, but please buy, and there will be two books that I'm going to try to go get, to donate to everybody out of my own heart, one is the Garden of Gratitude, and one is Tikkun Klali. So we want to go there to make changes over there. So Bizrat Hashem, I want to. I really. I. I'm obsessed with getting results. I don't like doing classes and not getting results. This is not about speaking, getting face likes, and all that. If I'm not getting results, that means I'm not doing a good job. And period. That's the bottom line. So I'm going to give you at least. I'm going to give you a chance to win. That's the whole thing of Rabbi He gives you a chance to win. Gives you a chance to win. You don't have, sometimes you don't have a chance to win. We don't, if you don't have, we don't have the right mindset, we don't have a chance to win. He gives you a chance to win. Same thing, these classes give you a chance to win. Now, if you want to win, it's up to you. The problem is we don't listen. That's the problem. And I get constant messages, and it's the same thing over and over. People who don't listen, they get the same thing. What do you want? You're in pain because you got too physical in a relationship, and the guy broke up with you. What else is new? And it reminded me very simple. The other day, I'm working out. My stretcher, my trainer tells me, always stretch before you work out. Yes, no problem. Yes, no problem. What happened? Didn't listen. <laughs> Didn't stretch. Grabbed the heavy weight, pulled my back for four days. Mazel tov. So what happens is you don't listen. We don't listen. We get the same thing over. What do I want? Why did you do this to me, Hashem? Why are you putting me in pain? You don't listen. You go through pain. I don't mind. This is every single day I ask Hashem two things. Save me from ignorance and arrogance. Please, Hashem, save me from ignorance and arrogance. If I, don't, if I can be saved from ignorance and arrogance, I could survive. But ignorance and arrogance are the two things that are going to hurt us the most in our lives. And we need to understand that. And that's also very connected to, to emun and gratitude, etc. Today's class is going to do lesson two in the second half of Likute Maran. And we're going to do the Garden of Gratitude, just the first chapter. Something very, very, you know, this morning I was upset because my son woke me up at 3.30. I said, let me at least wake to 4. No, 3.30, change my diaper, and, and, you know, it's a whole... Then turn on the TV for me, and then it's, it's not like I just, you know, change the... It's a whole... I want breakfast, I mean, 3.30 in the morning. But I said, you know what, thank you, Hashem, at least I got an extra half hour to learn this morning. So, I was learning, and... I, was, I just said, you know, well, what am I going to, what's the connection between Thanksgiving, obviously, and gratitude, very simple. The word hoda, hoda and hodu, hodu is a turkey. Hoda is gratitude. You can see how they use, actually, they use a turkey as a, as a resemblance. If you can buy one today in this new regime here, if you're lucky to have the money to buy a turkey today, that's a whole different story. <laughs> that's a whole different story. But uh, inflation, uh, I think they're going to start inflating the turkeys with more, with more hormones with all this inflation over here. Everything's just going to be more, more inflated. More GMOs to inflate the food 
because people can't afford it anymore. It's such a Shem Yerachem. That's another thing. So let's talk about, really, let's talk about the connection between Hanukkah and, and, and Thanksgiving and why it's so important. First, we need to understand, very simple, that the whole Rabbi Rush, Rabbi Natan, says very simple, that this whole, the whole concept of Egypt and them traveling to the desert was only there to show us, to show us Emunah. To show us emuna and what works in the trial and etc. And he says something very deep. And this, this line hit me so hard. And it's so simple. We know this line already. But if you really understand this line. He says the difference between successfully with, with, withstanding a trial or failing it. Depends on the level of gratitude you have in that challenge. Period. And I'm asking myself. I'm doing a reflect. The challenges that I got through is because I was able to be grateful for and then everything else changed. The challenges that I, that I got stuck in in my life were the challenges that I didn't have gratitude. I looked at it, I was a victim mindset. So remember that line. The challenges that you have in your life, the, whether or not you're going to pass them, is going to be based on the level of gratitude in that challenge. Period. It's exactly what Rabbi Natan says, exactly what Rabbi Rush says. And he says, Israel's negative character trait of complaining was the main factor that angers Hashem. The main thing that angers your Creator is ingratitude, and that is the number one way to get audited in our lives. It's better to say when you're lost in life, it's better to ask for help than complain. You're stuck in a situation, I need help, period. Don't complain, ask for help. Ask for help for you to understand things better. Don't complain. Complaining is like... Nothing but problems are going to come after complaining. But if you ask for help, <laughs> Hashem, I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. My concentration, I don't know when to thank you. I don't know what to thank you. I don't know when to run. I don't know when to return. I don't know when to go out. I, don't know when to, I need help. <laughs> Period. But we, all want to, we don't want to complain. Complaining is nothing but din. And he's saying here, when they, when they were saying, God, when, they, when the Jews were saying, that you, they're blaming Moshe and Aaron for, for saying, may God be the judge between us. You're the one that put us here. So at the end of the day, not only were they not thankful for Moshe Rabbeinu, but they were blaming him for putting them in this mess in the first place. A lack of appreciation is the main manifestation of an exile. We talk about persons in an intensified exile, things get darker and darker. It's all because we lack appreciation. If the people of Israel had overcome their ingratitude from the start and thanked Moshe instead of complaining, they would have immediately been revealed. This is why this idea came to me. I said, how can I have a dating class without a, book, without a garden of gratitude? Period. If I'm, if I'm single and I'm complaining about it, I'm complaining that I'm not married, I'm, I'm upset at God, I'm angry at God, how in the world am I going to attract my, my soulmate? How am I going to get my... So I said, I, I told right away, I called Rabbi Rush's office, do me a favor, send me a couple hundred books of Garden of Gratitude. Hopefully they have them in stock. But I'm thinking, what am I doing in class without... The, uh, at the end of the day, you're going to, they're going to come out empty. What are you going to... Chidush, yeah, nice class. Have a, what are you going to come out with? A buzz and a couple martinis? It's not going to help you get married. I'm going to help you get married. So I said, I, right away, I ordered the... I said, please, you've got to get me these Garden of Gratitude. I'll pay for them. I'll pay for them. We have to get results. I don't want to see the same scene when I go to singles party. I don't want to see the same people. That means there's a problem. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happened. There should not be the same people. There should be new people. New people coming. 
Why is it the same people? We're not getting results. We need to go heavier into the... We need to do whatever we need to do to fix the situation. It pains me to see people single. It really pains me. Because this is where you're prone to the most, God forbid, the most din. God forbid, you can fall into very dark places when a person does not have... At least his wife will ship him into shape and tell him where, who he is and where he has to be. But when you're single, you can fall into very, very dark places. And, and I, in, not that I was single that long, but I know where you could be. And this is where we have to recognize the first thing today, whether or not you are stuck in a situation, whether or not the, 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 you're getting tested. Remember, anytime we go through a situation, it's a test from God. It's where God has to be concealed in order for you to get free will. And that situation you need to recognize is just a test sometimes. And when you, how do you recognize it is by having gratitude for that. I was, we were, I was at an event last night and they had a very famous speaker, Rabbi Patiel. And they spoke about the Balatanya and the, you know, the Yutet Kislev, etc. And he says, after the Balatanya got out of jail, is where he really came out with his, his uh, I believe, his Shulchan Aruch. He says, while in jail, he got squeezed. After jail, the different, completely different Torahs came out of him. So when we get squeezed in life, the greatest things come out. You, know, you squeeze olives, you get olive oil. So sometimes you got to get squeezed in life. When you get squeezed, good things come out. Getting squeezed is not a punishment. Getting squeezed is the, getting the greatest out of you. Remember that. That's why you have to be grateful. You have to be grateful for that reason. Because you're getting squeezed to get the best out of you. You're not getting squeezed to get punished. So pity parties don't work. We're getting squeezed because we're not getting the greatest out of ourselves. So then our creator has to squeeze us to get the best out of us. Period. Reb Nachman says in Lesson 2 in the second half of Kutamar something very beautiful. He says the days of Thanksgiving and the days of Hanukkah are very, very, very connected. There's a great connection between Thanksgiving and Hanukkah. It's all connected. What's the connection between Thanksgiving and Hanukkah? He says the days of Thanksgiving is the delight of the world to come. For the essence of the, of the delight of the world to come is thanking and praising God's name. Okay? If I want to taste the peace of the world to come, okay, I have to start thanking and praising because the only korban that's going to be brought in the world to come is korban toda. That means if I want the korban of the gratitude is the only korban that's going to be left in the world to come. Okay? If I want a taste of 2021, complain. <laughs> Period. That means we can put ourselves in a bubble. We have the option to remove ourselves from this world by putting ourselves in a bubble of gratitude where you're saved from the constant minutiae of this world of not craziness that's gotten worse and worse of more craziness and more craziness, etc. And he says, the days of Thanksgiving delight the world to come. And the, world, and the delight of the world coming is thanking and praising Hashem. He says something very, very beautiful. And he says, remember, as the Zohar says, that Kabbalah teaches is Hanukkah is Hod, right? Hod, Hoda'ah. And confession is Hoda'ah. And where do we know this? We know this from Judah. Judah, we're, Jew, we're Jews. He confessed and he's grateful. So the same thing. Hod, Hod the, the sphere of Hod itself is not on the right side. It's not Chesed. Hod is on the left side. The left is the left leg. Left leg in Kabbalah represents Din. But that represents ultimate humility getting up from a challenge and saying thank you to Hashem. That is hood. The ability to have submissiveness, to have surrender, 
to have completely, completely see, see a bigger picture, it's not the right side. It's the left side. The left has the concept of judgment, etc. And that's Hod. Hod is, Hod is resiliency. Hod is being resilient in life. Being able to get up. That's the Jews. We are resilient people. We never go away. No matter what happens to our lives, no, we never go away. That's the Jews. And that's where we have to connect to ourselves. We have to connect to the resiliency of Judah. Judah, he fell. He made a mistake. He fell with, with Tamar. He still got up and he became the king. Same thing. Do not let, the, uh, do not let your Averot, do not let your sins create confusion and, 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 and remember who you are. This is the difference, Rabbi Nachman says, between the turkey prince. He gives us the analogy of the turkey prince, went underneath the table, etc., etc., and then eventually got healed. And the most important thing about that story about the turkey prince is remember, you are not a turkey. You're acting like a turkey, but you are a prince. The difference between I'm a turkey and no, I'm a prince acting like a turkey. Big difference. We are Jews. We are chosen people. Sometimes we act like turkeys. Sometimes we lose our minds. Sometimes we run away from our, ourselves. We're acting like turkeys, but we are not turkeys. Only when you, when you make yourself to the identity, I'm a turkey, then you, everything else everything else goes. It's funny, I'm talking about the turkey prince on Thanksgiving. I don't know how he got that correlation. You could see the energy of the turkeys are in the air. But the tur- I have no idea why it brought the turkey prince. But you could see the turkey prince, that's the concept. I am not a turkey. I eat turkey, but I'm not a turkey. The Yetzirah wants you to say, you're the turkey, you're not, you're not the prince anymore. And this is a very, a very cute story but it has a very deep meaning because that meaning that, that will save you from tons of despair in your life. If you recognize you're not a turkey, you're a prince. You're not a turkey. Remember that. And we can, we can the whole purpose is in a minute, we can become the prince again. Quicker than you think. But you need one thing. You need surrender. When we surrender, we recognize who we really are. We let the batteries out of the ego, etc. So what he says in this Torah is very beautiful. This is exactly what Judah did. He made a mistake, he fell, he got right back on the horse, and he became the king. This is where Mashiach is coming from. Is Judah perfect? No. We are not perfect. But you're not getting judged on the mistake. You're getting judged on the comeback. Remember that concept. You do not get judged on the Avon. You get judged on how you, rela- how you react from that. Because from that. the whole concept of the Satan his main thing is, is to, to, to make you sit and be depressed in the sin itself. That's what he likes. He likes the, the, the guilt, the shame, because he knows, listen, the sin itself is the minor sin. The reaction to the sin is the worst sin. So sometimes we're, we're, we're incriminating ourselves, saying, oh, what a mistake I made. And you, now you, you created a bigger sin. So remember, there's a sin and there's, there's a sin and the reaction to the sin. You get judged on the comeback, etc. So what he's saying here is something beautiful. Rabbi Nachman is telling us the key to gratitude. The key to gratitude. And we, we, we spoke about David Lieberman gave the, gave the whole, you know, gave that analogy we, we, we spoke about before. Remember, when self-esteem increases, right, the more I increase my self-esteem, that means when I increase my self-esteem, I get to know God. I increase my knowledge. Then right away the ego goes down because I'll be open-minded. As the ego goes down, perspective widens. Perspective widens, gratitude flows. Gratitude flows, joy follows, period. That is the formula. Perspective, 
when self-esteem goes up, ego goes down, perspective widens, you're more open-minded, you're more humble, you could see, you could see the bigger picture, as you become more humble, you don't live on expectation, you live on, you live on appreciation, after appreciation, joy comes. The opposite is true. Big, big, no, low self-esteem, big ego. Big ego, because I'm always blaming everybody because I, I'm, they're the cause of my misery. My ex-wife put me here. My husband put me here. My mother put me here. My father put me here. That person, etc. So as self-esteem decreases, self-ego goes up. As the ego goes up, what happens next? Arrogance begins. Because I, I can't talk to you and tell you, you know, maybe you shouldn't blame your mother your whole life. Maybe you should look at the big picture. No, they're the fault. So very low perspective. When we have a big ego, we have very low perspective. You can't even talk to them. They're too emotionally, con- too emotional. because they're very connected to the Jews in Egypt. Their problem was not that they were not smart. The problem is, is they had a kotzeruach. They had a very, sh- their emotions took over their lives. The problem was not, because the emotion of was right there the whole time, talking to them, and they didn't want to listen to him. So, small perspective. Moshe Rabbein was next door to you, you don't want to listen to him. He's telling you everything's going to be okay. They didn't want to listen, because they had a kotzeruach. They were emotionally... Their brain was cut off. You know, almost like telling a guy, you know, if you shut down the country, you're going to have other problems than the vaccine. No, you know, we have to be safe. This is the same concept. You want to shut down the whole country because of a vaccine. You understand? Try to talk to somebody with a little common sense and tell them, you know, the suicides can go up. Other issues can come up if you just shut down a country because of a, because of a virus. No, we need to be safe. Low, very low perspective, big ego. And then, obviously, what happens? Anger and depression follow. So you can see the, 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 there's a formula of getting to know God. This is exactly what Rabbi Nachman is saying here. Rabbi Nachman is saying is, it is knowing and acknowledging God through which we come nearer to Him. Period. It is knowing. Knowing is that. I have to get to know God. I have to get to know Him. And acknowledging Him. Having faith. Knowledge and faith, then we come closer to Him. And the closer we are to Him, the more we acknowledge Him, the more we thank Him. Does that make sense? I can't thank if I think God is on a mountain uh, waiting to punish me and I'm riddled with fear and anxiety and he's, I look at Him as a vengeful person. How much gratitude you can ask somebody to thank? They, they, they don't know him. They're on perspective of him. They're, the way they view him is he's out to get me. He's, out to, he's always punishing me. Everything I do, he's out to get me. No, he's waking you up. You're not listening. But your perspective is he's out to get me. He's taking away money. He's making me struggle. How much can, I help a, how much can you help a person that has that view of, of their creator? And remember, to the extent of the level of consciousness you have is the level of your relationship with your creator also. They both go together. Because as you grow in consciousness, you also grow in your relationship with your creator changes. This is exactly what Rabbi Nachman says in Wisdom. It says, a per, every person knows his creator by his gates, his sharim, his own gates, his own perspective is how he knows his creator. We all have a different view of our creator. Everybody, you ask 10 people in the day, go, go ask 10 people, what do you think of God? You'll get 10 different answers from 10 different people, etc. Some people say, he's so merciful to me, he loves me. Some people say, he's, look what he did to the world, he destroyed the world with his virus. 
you'll have two, ten different answers of, of their, their relationship with their creator. And that's based on their consciousness and how you grow, how much you get to know him. This is exactly what I'm not going to say. Through which we know him, we come closer to him. The more we know him, the more we come closer to him. Period. It's a very important message. And the more you thank him. Rabbi Nassim adds something beautiful. He's saying here that there is no better way for a person to increase his sense of being closer to God than by thanking Him repeatedly. The more we thank God for His kindness He has granted us, the more we bring God into our lives. When we feel closer to Him, we express even further gratitude. It should be pointed out that each additional time we praise Him, we gain an additional dot, and we come closer to Him. See the difference? Very, very deep message what he's saying here. What happens is, is let's say you're going, through a, you're going through a struggle, or you're going through that. If you're not thanking him repeatedly for that, what's, coming, what's, gonna, what, what's, what's the opposite? Stress. What's, what does stress do? It closes your mind. What does stress do? It closes your mind, and it pushes you away from your creator. See the difference? So this is why it's very, very important when we're going through a challenge to thank him, thank him, thank him, because without joy... There is no exit. <laughs> there is no exit strategy without joy. As the Pasuk says, through joy you will go out. And the only way to get joy is to be able to recognize my limitations in my mindset. And if because of my limitations, I can thank my Creator because I recognize He is loving and He's still doing it for my benefit. That's where I can do that. Because I recognize maybe there's a bigger picture. This is where he's talking about here. That is the delight of the world to come. To be able to see everything as one. To see already as it's already good. It's only when we see things as two is when we get confused and stressed and depressed and, and anxious, etc. But if you see everything as one, there's no, there's no room for that. Unless sometimes your creator purposely, he wants you to grow and go, go through something, he, he could take away your mind also. He could take away your dot also, period. And the same thing, when we complain, when we're complaining, what's happening? He's taking away your awareness. Period. He takes away your awareness. You almost have to think like your creator has the key to your brain. He has the key to your brain. Period. You literally have to think, my creator, you have the key to my brain. I believe that 100% because I know all of a sudden I'll wake up one morning and I can write five classes in about 10 minutes. I'll get this zip of information, blah, 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 blah. And I could be in Dubai, in the Burj Hotel, and I can't come up with one class. In a calmness situation, <laughs> I cannot come up with one class. My head's all over the place. Your creator has the key to, to your brain. If you understand that, you got everything. He has the key. He can open up your mind and close it. Same thing as we hear the story of David Melch. David Melch did not sin. Shem took away his awareness so he would fall to teach us, Gemara says, to teach us an example how you can always come back. You can't say David Melch sin with Bathsheba. Hashem created, took his awareness off. Same thing with the Jews in the, in the, in the, in the golden cap. They were much greater, but Hashem takes away your awareness. To recognize that he's the one handling it. So purposely, when, when we are in a situation, when we don't understand something, what we need to do is constantly thank him. Because the more you thank him, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get the dot 
on how to fix this problem. You're going to get the dot. He's going to give you the awareness on how, what the, what, the golden, what the golden key is in this. And this is exactly what the concept of, 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 all, the, of all this. Well, the more I do a Thanksgiving korban, the more gratitude, the more praise. So remember, there's a concept between praise and knowing. The more awareness, the more gratitude. Lack of awareness, ingratitude. What's the solution? Dot, awareness. I can't change. Just like you can't change something you're not aware of. You can't change something you're not aware of. So how can you possibly get to gratitude if, you're not a, if you don't have the awareness? If you don't have the awareness. And this is where we have to get the awareness through learning, etc. as much as we can. We learn not for results. We learn it because we need the awareness. The awareness ends up giving you the results because you start getting closer and you have the right strategy for that. And this is exactly what Rav Nachman also says here. Giving thanks is the light of the world to come. It's a concept of also halachot. Halachot means laws, but a halachot also means when something courses. When, like, for example, we, we, we take the word currency. Currency comes in the word current. It always has to be moving. The same thing with our blood. If our blood always, blood's always moving. The law, when he's saying here, that whoever, this is what the Pesach says, whoever studies halachot every day is assured that he's destined in the world to come. Why is the halachot connected to the world to come? Because through learning halachot, you are safe from sin. And through you're safe from sin, you get to know your Creator. And the more you get to know your Creator, the more you thank your Creator. Ramnach, in a breast of circle, it's very known that we have to learn halachot every single day. You have to learn some kind of halacha. Specifically, why? Because your heart is constantly divided. Your heart is cholek, divided. Should I talk to God? Should I not talk to God? Should I thank God or should I not? I know what to do, but there's an inner, there's a mood inside of me telling me to do something else. I know what to do. We, it's not a problem about knowing what to do. It's the division in the heart. The guy that's 300 pounds knows he can't eat what he's eating, but his heart's telling him, eat it. He knows better, but he has, a, he has an inner problem. He has an inner problem. And this is what he's saying here. Halacha gets you closer to God, closer to God. You're safe from sin. The more you're safe from sin, the more you can thank Him, the more awareness, etc. It's a vicious cycle one way or the other. This is exactly why the Baal Shem Tov says on Erev Shabbat, person should read Psalm 107. Why 107? Because it talks about four people that were saved. When he's talking about four people, this is what we went, we bench Gomel. We say Thanksgiving. If a person went through the sea, he got out of jail. He went through. He went through. Uh, he was in, in bed, or he went through on, on um, in the desert. What he's telling us: the desert, water, being sick, and jail is not a physical thing. It's a mental thing. When I'm cold, I feel like a desert. When my relations with my creator are cold, I remember the times I feel this is my, I'm as dry as the desert. When I'm going through the water, I got saved through my emotions. What is water? Emotions. Jail. Limited beliefs is a jail, is a jail sentence. Limited belief system is a jail sentence. Sick, sickness got physically or sickness. So we have to thank God, and I usually do that right before Shabbat, and you'll, you'll see, you could start talking to God, 
and it'll give you a lot of his bodidud. You'll be able to talk to God from your heart if you do that. Try it. Start Shabbat 15 minutes earlier. Read Psalm 107. Seclude yourself. And you'll see how your heart will open up at that hour. Rab Nachman advises to do this. He advises to start Shabbat a little earlier. Read Psalm 107. And talk your heart out. Talk your heart out because you're connecting to this being saved. And then he says something beautiful. This is why Thanksgiving is called halacha. Because remember, halacha means coursing. It means laws, coursing, but it also means, it also means gratitude. We bring a Thanksgiving when we emerge from danger, right? We normally think we, we, we bring a Thanksgiving when we emerge from danger. And he's telling us here that when a person, when a person falls into trouble, God forbid, the trouble primarily affects the heart. When you hear bad news, when you hear something, right away, the heart knows the bitterness, right away. Right away, as soon as you hear that news, boom, you get that emotional attack. It's like you get all of a sudden a rush of, of energy. God forbid, negative energy. Falls into trouble. God forbid, because the trouble primarily affects the heart. It is the heart that knows and feels most of it. As it is written, the heart knows its own bitterness. For the heart understands. Heart understands. You know, when somebody, God, you know, you're about to break up with somebody, you already know they're about to break up with you. The heart understands. When you know an employee is stealing from you, you already know without him telling you that he's stealing from you. You already feel it in your heart. God gives you that because heart is the heart of understanding. Bina. That's called your intuition. And so it experiences the trouble at all. There's a reason why we get pain. There's a reason why we get pain. It's because the heart knows there's something wrong. And then at the time of trouble, all the blood gathers and rises to the heart. It's similar to trouble striking a place. God forbid, all the people convene and ask for advice. Same thing as a CEO. There's a problem, everybody goes. The CFO, the manager, everybody goes straight to the CEO to fix the problem. To ask what to do in the problem. The same thing Rav Nachman says. Similarly, all the blood gathers and rises to the heart and, ask, and, and is asking for advice from the heart. All the blood goes to the heart. This is why people feel like they're getting a heart attack or they feel completely stressed out when there's a tremendous amount of pain, when they're going through something because the heart itself is, 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 is the heart of understanding and is the advisor for the rest of the organs of the body. As we say, pulse rate, calm down. This is why, how many times we say when a person's straight, Breathe, breathe, calm down, because there's already, a, there's already a rush of blood going straight to your heart. So you, now you have to breathe it out. In doing so, the blood floods the heart, and then the heart is in great trouble itself. It's not enough that the heart itself worries, but how about all the other uh, organs uh, asking for advice? Therefore, when a person experiences trouble, God forbid, his heart pounds. Seeing to shake off and rid itself, it pounds when trouble strikes, God forbid. But afterwards, when word emerges from danger, the blood goes back into the body. When you get the good news, oh, false alarm. Next thing you know, you feel like, whoa, like, like, a, like a rush of energy the other way. Like completely, completely much better. Right? This is exactly what happens. And then you say, thank you. You understand? There's a physical component. And then when you say thank you, and it compares this as giving birth. Giving birth. So what he's telling us here is the festival of Hanukkah 
is this concept where you're going to have a miracle and you're going to be saved from danger and you're going to say thank you. And the word dam, dam adam, is the same numerical value 89 as Hanukkah. So this is the time where we've gone through danger and we've gone through situations in our life and troubles in our heart and we will see the salvation and this is why in Hanukkah, Hallel, we're saying Hallel, we're praising Him, is because this is a divine time where the, we get saved from, this, from what's going on in the world. Who knows what's going on? Who knows? But we're going to get a God willing, we're going to get a miracle. And this is the time where you have to recognize where you're going to feel so good and you're going to feel release of negative energy and you're going to say thank you to God. That is what Hanukkah is about. It's not just lighting a dreidel and stuff. It's an it's a emotional release of light that you're going to recognize that God saves us just like He saved us back then. But you also have to be in a position to be saved. You, <laughs> you have to be in a position to be saved. So how, this is the importance that we spoke about 30 days or 40 days before Hanukkah. Start with no complaining. And the more you don't complain, the more gratitude comes. So not everybody gets the same Yeshua. One guy gets a break on his parking ticket. Another guy, his Shalom Bayit is restored. So to the extent where you're thanking him, you're building up that residue of miracles. Do you understand? Because if I'm already thanking him in advance for the Yeshua, right? I could thank him and all of a sudden feel the big, a bigger miracle. Do you understand? The more you invest in gratitude, which is faith, which is joy, the bigger the Yeshua will come. But the least, you know why? Because a person who's not grateful, what's the difference if God gives him a favor? He's going to forget about it in five minutes. That's all that's going to happen. Five minutes, he'll forget about it. How many times people look, the hurricanes are about to come here and they're about to rip up the whole state. Oh, thank God it didn't pass. And like nothing happened. How come this is, how come this is like this? It's people do sudat hodas. Imagine, it makes no sense. When people are saved, they do nothing. But when people get hurt, and then, after the accident, the person does the sudat hoda for getting healed from an accident. But let's say he never got into the accident. Oh, that is think You should figure, why not be more grateful for being saved from the accident than going through the accident, getting hurt, coming out of it, and going through all that. Because we have a very expectation mindset. We walk around with expectations. For example, there was an incident uh, two, three years ago. There was almost an attack, a bomb in Turnberry Jewish Central. They caught the guy. You figured we would have a moment of prayer, a moment of gratitude, and be grateful for that. I mean, you would say you got saved. Nothing happened. Nobody got hurt. You think anybody remembered that? But if God forbid there wasn't there, every year there'd be a ceremony of all the victims etc. So you can see this is, uh, we are not prone for gratitude. We are not prone to think in advance. That means if you're not going to practice this, you almost think, well, I'm expe- everything's expected to me. What are you talking about? Why should I be grateful? This is where the, 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 the pain of the heart, of ingratitude, this is where the price is today. So this is where we have to recognize that when we're not grateful, we will be reminded. Believe me, I'm sure people are grateful. I don't want to get political. But they, last year was a lot better, whatever you had before, than you, we got now. <laughs> now, when you're going to go, you know, spend $5 for gas, and before you were spending $2 and you were complaining. Okay, you complain about that, now you're going to spend $5 in gas. 
So you could see the level of awareness on how much we take things for granted. This is a, it's, it's a very toxic mindset. I'm owed everything. Everything's entitled to me. Oh, really? Things will get taken away from you. This is why it's very, very important what Rachman's telling us here. Don't wait for the accident to thank God. Thank Him before the accident. And this is what He's saying here constantly. I want you to do what you do at the end in the beginning. That was Rabbi Nachman's, one of his final words in his, in his book. Whatever you do at the end, I want you to do in the beginning. Those magic words. Before the doctor tells you if you don't work out, you're going to have a heart attack, I want you to work out before you have a heart attack. Don't get into a position in your life where you constantly need a salvation all the time. Because every time you need a salvation, you put your, your merits get taken away from you. Don't put yourself in a salvation where you need a miracle all the time. It's a problem. That means you're, you don't have a good, a good mindset. You're not building the awareness of God because you, could, you can get the same thing through inspiration. Why do I need, always need to wait for desperation? Why am I always waiting for desperation? So this is what Ramachman says. What you do at the end, do in the beginning. You beg God to save you, beg Him in the beginning. Beg to be saved from your marriage. Beg to be saved. Don't wait till the end. Because this is exactly what Noah did. What did he do? He started praying at the end. Save the world! What did, he do? What did Hashem say? You foolish shepherd, now you're asking to save the world? Now you're asking? What happened before? So we have to be careful not to get in a habit of ingratitude. And like I said before, whatever you practice is what you're going to get. So start the mornings with gratitude. Why? Number one, because you're getting, the more you're grateful you are, the more your creator is going to open up your mind. And then the more you open up your mind, the more gratitude you have. And you're going to get up to a point where you're not going to need anything. You're just going to say, thank you, Hashem. That is the, the peak of the peak. Like Rav Nassim says, you don't even have to ask for anything. I think Joe Dispenza talks about this a lot. Where you get to a place of abundance, there's no request. There's no request because you're overwhelmed with blessings. There's no request. That's the chasing versus attracting. But when we don't have the awareness, we, don't, we lack the that, fix this, fix that, fix this, fix that, that's broken, this is broken, this is broken. You're basically calling your creator a, a handyman. <laughs> Fix this thing. This is broken. That's broken. That's... Get to know me. Prevent things from being broken. Prevent <laughs> things from being broken. How many times are you going to call the handyman? How many times? And this is what we have to learn. When we get to the... Ha- when we, you're, you're, you're supposed to, in general, wake up with gratitude, thanking your Creator. That would solve so many problems that you wouldn't have to be saved where you, have, you need miracles all the time. That's really, really the point where this is. Hashem help us all, that we should all merit miracles if we need there. But more importantly, let's learn lessons from what's happening. Let's learn the lessons in our lives. Let's not always get to desperation. You know, the pinata got beaten up already, and you're grabbing two pieces of candy. Prevent to get the pinata from being up already. Get the candy for free. Don't, you don't need to get, always get whacked to get candy in life. May Hashem help us all. We should merit these beautiful things. And this day, everybody should merit their miracles. 
of Hanukkah. But once you do get the miracles, ask yourself, how do I put myself out of the desperation mode? How do I get myself in a dot loving knowledge world where my creator can give it to me through, through chesed instead of through din? I want, I, want, I want it through chesed. I don't want it through din all the time. That's really the key to everything. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you. Good night. Thank you.